0: Coca-Cola, you know, a 130-year-old company spent $4.9 billion on advertising last year. $4.9 billion. Just if I said Coca-Cola, you know who that is. But yet they continue to advertise because they need to stay top of mind. They know that they will lose market share. If Coca-Cola needs to spend money after 130 years, you can bet you're going to need to continue to follow up with referral sources, referral partners, even after you've done a great job of wowing them. The most inspiring stories from today's most successful mortgage brokers. Join your host, Scott Peckford, on I Love Mortgage Brokering. Hey, Broker Nation. Welcome to the I Love Mortgage Brokering podcast. Today, I'm continuing my 10 months a month series. This is a tactical podcast we produce every week. and I'm your host, Scott Peckford. Today, I'm going to be sharing with you what you can learn from Coca-Cola to run a better mortgage business. Yes, you can learn from a sugar water company. Well, they are a $280 billion sugar water company. And I'll jump into that in a second. So let me ask you a question though, before we get started on this, why does Coke still advertise? And what does that mean for your mortgage business? So we're gonna dive into this topic in a second. Before I do that, I wanna give a shout out to our title sponsor Finmo. Finmo is a Canadian mortgage application, document collection, submission platform, very easy for borrowers to use. It's got smart docs, which means as the client's filling out the app, it's figuring out what they need for documents. When you finally get that application, you can then search Lender Spotlight with all the guidelines and rates to figure out where that loan should go. And then before you hit the submit button, it actually scrapes the data from the application to put in the submission notes to make it really easy for you to communicate that to your lender. And as you probably know, every lender has a different platform that they work on. And so making it easier for them means you're gonna get more approvals. Check out FIMMO.ca. And let's jump into this episode. So I was thinking about this the other day. I was talking to one of my agents at our brokerage, and we were talking about follow-ups. And I was surprised to find that they were only following up once a month after going and presenting to real estate agents. And so what we do, the basic model is we say, hey, look, build a list, a network of people that you know, use that network to build your realtor list, then get in front of those realtors using the scripts and templates that we show, and then use a presentation, kind of like a listing presentation to show how you add value to their business. And then follow up and we've had people use that model and it works really, really well. But there is some nuance to it, like most things and one of the key things is consistency. And so what I've been finding in talking to some agents that have been going through this is that some of them are not following up as frequently and they feel like it's like maybe I shouldn't follow up because I don't want to bother them. They're busy. But the reality is, is that they'll actually forget you. So even if you, you know, nail it in terms of you get in front of that real estate agent and they really like you, you've met them. Yeah, we're definitely going to do business together. They'll forget you, you know. And if you don't believe me, just think about the fact that Coca-Cola, you know, a 130-year-old company spent $4.9 billion on advertising last year. $4.9 billion. Just if I said Coca-Cola, you know who that is, but yet they continue to advertise because they need to stay top of mind. They know that they will lose market share. If Coca-Cola needs to spend money after 130 years, you can bet you're going to need to continue to follow up with referral sources, referral partners even after you've done a great job of wowing them. And so one of the key things that we always talk about is what does that look like? So how do you follow up? What's the frequency look like? And so what we typically do is we coach our brokers, our agents on using this model. And so we say, hey, look, you should send them a useful video on Friday and then follow up the next week with a phone call. And you should be following up every week. And the only agents that you don't contact every single week are agents that you're working on files with and you're talking to them all the time anyway. So if you're talking to them two or three times a week, you don't need to call them. But if you're not talking to them every week, you need to be reaching out to them every week because they will forget about you and your competition will take that business away. Just like Coca-Cola knows, hey, we got to spend $4 billion to keep Pepsi behind us and so that we always stay in the lead. And so it's the same thing in your mortgage business. Same thing when it comes to your past clients. If you think about your past clients, so even if you have a file that's really challenging and at the end of it, the client's super appreciative oh my gosh, you're amazing. I will definitely use you again. I will definitely refer you. They go back, they move into their house, they get busy. And they forget you, which is why you have to ask for business. And so we talk about this. One of the things we do in Game of Phones is we plant seeds. And so planting seeds is very simple. All you have to do is you have to consistently ask for business. And you don't have to do it in a sleazy way. So, client says, Oh my gosh, this has been great, Scott. Thank you so much. Hey, no problem at all. If you have any friends or family that could use my help, please email me an introduction. I'd love to help them out too. You may think you don't have to ask that. You may think that it's assumed that your clients know that you want referrals. Don't assume that, I guarantee you. If I talk to 10 experienced mortgage brokers and I say, hey, has a client ever asked your permission to refer you? Eight of the 10 of them will say, yeah, that's happened to me. And the reason that happens is because the client thinks you're already busy. Most of them don't think like business owners. They don't understand that our whole business is built on referrals. And unless you plant seeds consistently, they will forget you. And so I would encourage you whenever you're speaking to clients, it can just be very soft sell, but you plant those seeds and they will absolutely pop like, Oh, you know what I do? My sister's actually thinking about something. I'll refer her to you. That happened to me all the time. And so you have to make that just like a knee jerk reaction. If I broke into your house in the middle of the night and I shook you, First of all, that'd be kind of weird. But if I did, hopefully one of the things you'd say is, oh, hey, if you have any friends or family that could use my help or your version of this, you know, please pass on my name. I'd love to help them out so that you know exactly what you're going to say. It should be that easy. It's just like literally like a knee jerk response and you're planting seeds in their subconscious so that the next time that something comes up, they remember you. If Coca-Cola knows that a consumer will forget them after 130 years and God only knows how many cans of Coke they've drank. You can bet your clients are going to forget you. Your pro partners are going to forget you. And so the best part is for most of us, we don't have to spend money on advertising. And if you want, you can go back and check out my episode 60. I talk about should you buy online leads? And I think there are situations when it can make sense to buy online leads. But for most of you, you don't have to buy online leads. But what you should be spending your advertising time or energy on is actually follow ups. And I would say that's true for referral partners like real estate agents. It's also true for past clients and your database. So hopefully you find that helpful. Go buy a Coke if you like Coke or if you prefer Pepsi, check out Pepsi. I'm actually kind of a Coca-Cola guy myself. You know, I don't drink it a lot. Maybe once a week when I watch a movie, I'll make popcorn and it's like a treat like One of those things like, oh, Coca-Cola and popcorn. Got to tell you, it's awesome. Anyway, hopefully find this useful. If you're listening to this, check out our 10 Loans a Month Academy. We opened up a couple times a year and got some amazing coaches in there. And depending on when this episode drops, we'll be opening up very soon. But if it's not, you can get on the wait list. Find it when we're available and have some coaches to help you scale up your mortgage business. Thanks again. We'll be chatting with you soon. This is an I Love Mortgage Brokering production.